0: Lisa and Shoshana are not experts at anything
1: except maybe living their own lives. And even that, well, get a therapist. We all need therapy. Even me. Kidding. Been having a bad reaction to your COVID shot number five. Well, what happened was shot to the heart. There are a lot of side effects from the COVID vaccine. It's this is the bivalent,
0: yeah, yeah. And I say bye bivalent, but um, there are a lot of there are a lot of side effects, and I can t- list them. But there's so many, a myriad of side effects that go along with my long COVID. But I would say that the worst side effects, I, the side effect that I suffered this round was becoming an anti-vaxxer.
1: Well, you did become a, an anti-vaxxer for a while after your third shot, I think. I did. But now... <laughs> it's on for sure. I, it's yeah.
0: on. So I've started
1: trucking. Oh, no. You're not going to blockade Ottawa, are you? Yeah.
0: And I'm doing a blockade. Oh, no. And also because the holidays are coming, I'm doing little Hanukkah cookies, little Stars of David, the Solomon Seal. And I'm also doing little 18-wheelers. Oh,
1: God. Yeah. Get out of my capital. That's all I have to say. I'm not on your yeah, side. Yeah.
0: And then I'm doing masks, like COVID masks.
1: That's weird for an anti-vaxxer. Uh-huh. Because I'm going to eat them.
0: <laughs> so you think I'm gonna put them on my face? But as so soon as they get close near. to my face,
1: arr, 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 got it, got it. That's smart. Like you, know, you look like you're, <laughs> uh, you look like you're, you know following the oh cookie, cookie monitor. You look like you're following the science, but then
0: no, you're eating you know, it. Science you're eating science. Science. So what I find. I mean, I'm still really tired, even though I'm an anti-vaxxer. It you know, hasn't made anything
1: better. There are a lot of people who are actually having allergic reactions to these shots. It's not a perfect science, mm. but it's sort of the best we've got against the worst it can get. But having said that, if you're not immune to COVID <laughs> I, by now, I don't know what's what. You've had it. You've had five shots. I've had it twice, you know. I've had COVID twice. I've had um, you've had your ass removed. I disagreed but that that yeah, was yeah that was part of the protocol, but you did, you were so insistent and you had your ass removed. It was
0: because, and I think actually this time I'm going to write in or call in to Dan Savage, okay, Savage <laughs> Love Cast, Savage Love, and I'm going to say Dan. I'm having all these reactions to COVID. Do you think I should get my ass removed? I just find everybody who calls in has, (laughs) doesn't matter what they're asking. It always comes back to some kind of an ass play.
1: Uh, Yeah. Well, that's a little bit of that. It's like,
0: I'm having a problem with my relationship. I'm really, I'm having trouble paying my visa. Do you think I should do anal?
1: (laughs) Why? His answer is always probably.
0: He, he, I just love him. If he ever ran for office, I would vote. I, I well, mean, I did do did you vote, hear that, Dan Savage?
1: You've got your campaign manager here in a closet in Toronto, Ontario. Come get her. Come here, Dan Savage. Okay, I can't be your campaign manager because I'm so tired. She'll just sleep on you. Yeah. Oh, Dan. So today, guess what we're talking about? Uh-oh. Uh, what are we talking about? We're going to talk about boundaries Boun- today. A boundary can be an emotional boundary, like somebody's feelings... You know, whether you feel comfortable sharing your feelings or not, physical boundary can be Mm -hmm. like not like being liking or not liking to be touched Mm -hmm. or held. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Financial boundary can be like, I don't like to just give money away. I don't like to lend money because I've been burned before. And so to protect myself from getting burned again, I have this rule in place where I don't lend money. Mm -hmm. That's how I keep Mm -hmm. my friendships safe, right? There's sexual boundaries, mm-hmm. like things that you feel comfortable doing no and anal. not doing. No, no anal. No anal is one of my oh, boundaries. Danny boy. <laughs> the pipes, the pipes, the pipes. Those, those pipes. pipes. Um, intellectual boundaries,
0: hmm. which is
1: something that, like, we were just talking about. Intellectual boundaries, right? Like... <clears throat> Sometimes people say we don't talk politics, and mm-hmm. that's an intellectual boundary because you don't want to get into a fight with somebody about something like you have a belief and I have a belief mm-hmm. and they don't match, and so we just don't talk about that. We agree so that we can have a friendship. That there are certain things we don't talk about, like mm-hmm. your absolute belief in uh, the failure of science. I ignore that about you, Shoshana, <laughs> and uh, we don't talk about it because you know it okay. cause problems. Yeah, so the boundaries can be all kinds of different things. But they are there to keep you from basically somebody else's peanut butter getting on your chocolate bar and vice versa. Right. Right. To separate your feelings and emotions so you're not taking on the emotions and feelings of someone else. Right. I think that they... The rules of someone else, you have your own.
0: They're kind of a template. Mm -hmm. And in a sense, it's, I think, the beginning of religion in a sense, like... I mean, religion starts with, I'm terrified. How did this happen? And then it went to, okay, so from now on, <laughs> these right. are the things. The, the Ten Commandments are sort of boundaries.
1: <laughs> That's great. The Ten boundaries. I'm not going to kill <laughs> my neighbor. My neighbor. I'm, I'm not, not going to fuck my, neighbor. my neighbor's wife. I'm um, not going to steal from my neighbor. Right. And I'm not, and I. That, those are the three, bound. those are the three holy boundaries that I know about. And I'm not sure of the other holy boundaries. No,
0: there is also one ring to bind them. Oh,
1: that's one. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Okay. Well, anyway, you know what I'm saying. Yes, I do. I think that there are boundaries in all, like, it's the rules of, of monopoly. It's the rules of any game are the boundaries. And I think oh, yeah. that they are our personal rules. They are the things that keep us um, from straying. And I. Mm-hmm. I think I would admit so if I were a good catholic I might follow these catholic boundaries yes. to 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 maintain to reach my intention
1: of a good life and uh, ensure my spot in heaven. I think those 10 catholic boundaries yeah. could be a starter point but then a personal <laughs> bo- a, a personal boundary Yeah. Uh, might be like things you do to to pre- prevent yourself from the taking on stress and the effects of physical like stress on your body, right? Like right, because we know what stress does, what emotional stress and physical stress can do to the yes. body, and so we have boundaries to prevent ourselves from getting into sticky situations on the fly, because we're just. Saying yes to whatever and going along and being buddies and, and I think cooperating
0: as, yeah, Oops. I think that as women,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, we're raised with less. I think all people are codependent. That's just my belief. But, I agree. Um, but I think women are more so codependent because we're raised to not have boundaries or to have really loose boundaries. Yeah. And that's where the term, like, this is the etymology behind that thing, that term. She's a loose woman. Oh. <laughs> but it really does mean loose boundaries. Yeah. Like, it means her boundaries are loose like her pants. She's up and down like a whore's drawers. Okay,
1: now this is a little morality. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm not. Because somebody's not, boundaries could be, like, <laughs> I like to be touched. I, I have a need mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. Uh, have you know, like close physical relationships with people because I need to feel that Mm -hmm. closeness with people. So my boundaries won't necessarily be the same as the quote unquote loose woman's boundaries, right? Yeah, Because it's a personal, like we're all individuals. We all have different levels of tolerance based on likes and dislikes, based on Trauma of the past, right? based on fears of the future.
0: And also the way that you interpret... And also goals,
1: not just fears and bad things, but like tr- boundaries can be in place to achieve good things. Intentions, like yes. a p- spot in heaven. Exactly. And I oh, think... Oh, God. <laughs> so we keep coming back to- Sorry, not... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not...
0: Okay. I just... I do think that the reason why I'm stuck on this religion boundary thing mm-hmm. is because I think a lot of judgment comes when somebody lives their life and their set of boundaries in a different way than you do, right. then it becomes, hey, they're doing a bad thing because they're not following
1: my boundaries. Right. Yes. But why would they follow your boundaries? Yeah. Because they're not you. It, and and exactly. potentially you haven't expressed how them doing what they're doing affects your boundaries. You're not even sure that it does. No. It's just... Hey, like, right now we have the Roe v. Wade being overturned, right? Some people have a boundary where they don't believe in abortion. Right. If that was just a personal boundary and not an edict against women, I get it. You don't believe in abortion? Don't have one. But that's where it ends. I don't respect going out and trying to enact violence on other people, which is what you're doing when you're trying to take a constitutional law right away from people who've had it. For 50 years. Like, it's violence. It's a violence. Oh,
0: God. Lisa, in no, no way, way do did convincing. I... I don't... I listen, know. I'm...
1: But it's just... I
0: a, am Ro. I am I Ro. Come
1: on. I and, am Ro too. What are your boundaries like? Like... Oh,
0: minor shit. I mean... Okay, talk about <laughs> and that. I don't... I'm not proud. Why
1: are your boundaries shit?
0: I was raised in a way that was... I was last. I was last on the list of priorities. And... I, you know, my parents were great, loving, wonderful parents and 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 not. Um and I'm I'm a product of the seventies. I think that says it all, hotboxing. Um <laughs> no seatballs <laughs> drunk driving. <laughs> but no, I don't I'm not saying that was specific to my parents, but that was okay for everybody at that time. Yeah. Um so just even in that way, kids were not first the way right. they are now. Right. Um but I think specifically in my family it wasn't, I wasn't first. And um, and I learned that. And, and I watched my mom also not have great boundaries and allow things.
1: And when you're taught that, you... You, you live it. Reflect it. Right? You
0: reflect it. She was taught that. She was the same in her family growing up. And then I was the same in my family growing up. And then I proceeded to get into a relationship where I had zero boundaries and Mm -hmm. allowed it and allowed. I have a ton of friends and I get into a ton of really instant loving relationships. Mm -hmm. Women, men, and I don't mean intimate. I mean, just like, um, I love you. I love you so much. I love you. so And like giving and sharing and telling all the things and so vulnerable. And then they end. And it's quite shocking for me. I this happens with friendships with business relationships with and I'm always very surprised like what happened I never know um and it's tough on me I've lost a lot of friends in the last four years since my relationship my marriage ended I've lost some of my a couple of my best friends outside of my ex who was my best friend I think Um, I lost two really, really wonderful female friends who were, you know, professed to be with me till the end, till the end yeah. Um, and saw my relationship fall apart after 28 years and, you know, still chose to. I would say that in looking back at those relationships now, my boundaries were not great in those relationships. They were quite codependent. And I can see that now, and so I you could not. S- yeah, that you could can not.
1: see that removing them, those people, suddenly from your life, was going to create a giant hole, huge, to fall into. huge, yeah. and it
0: was very upsetting. And it remains, um, it, you know, the pain of my marriage is huge, huge mm-hmm. grief, and but to suffer that without those two females in my life, huh? <sighs>
1: I know. I know I know they left more room for me, yeah, <laughs> they left more room for me yeah
0: and and for great people to come in, like I've had some really great friends come in and fill those those holes, but yes, the um uh, what's that thing where? Where something is burned, and then you move it, and there's still a, a burn mark in the ground. Where it's called something.
1: Let's call it that. Burn mark in the ground. <laughs> I like that. It's actually, a <laughs> word for it. I'm gonna find it, and I'm gonna put it here. Beep. Um,
0: that's what it is. It's like this this shadow of pain, and it's it's awful because it's like triple the fun, triple the grief. You know. And when I really, really look hard at my, my play here, it's that I didn't have good boundaries going in. Yeah. And so it's really tough now when I'm in relationships and I'm trying out these new relationships and, um, and really falling in love with all these wonderful people that I'm meeting to be careful not to give so much and not to be so vulnerable and so open and to try and sort out like, am I? Am I asking for help too much or am I am I being too open? Am I you know like I really have to look at what I'm giving, what I'm uh wearing yeah. that is bringing this on because I kept going like why am I keep why do I keep bringing these these relationships that are not working, right? Um so that's me. I have a tough I have a tough relationship with boundaries and I and I think too even parenting is really tough when you don't have I mean not even oh, parenting. Yeah. Especially oh, parenting is really tough when you don't have boundaries. I mean, I have been told by many people, your kid is walking on you. Um and that's that's hard to hear because you feel like somebody's telling you, you know, you're spoiling him, you're ruining him, you're do like you know, somebody's not only criticizing your parenting, and I don't have a mom to do that, or, you know, because I know a lot of moms that I know are like, oh, my mom does that all the time. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'd like to be mad at my mom for that. Uh But I think, I don't know that I'm necessarily spoiling him or not, that's up for grabs, whatever. We can talk about that at the debates. But <laughs> I think more than anything, it's just my lack of boundaries.
1: Right. It, it's It's really important that, As we, on the other end of things, we hear when somebody does lay down a boundary that they have with us, it's really important that we take a little time to reflect on why that might be a boundary for them. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I think quite often, if a boundary is coming from a place of trauma, it may feel like it just comes down out of nowhere, right? Like, and it's hurtful and judgmental. So that is the time we may need a little, like either willingness to delve in a little bit more, like tell me yeah. more about that. How can I support it? What can I do to like, w- are there things that I've done in the past that upset you? Like an opportun- opportunity to open a dialogue about that boundary because boundaries are good things. Yeah, they, they are They really good. are essential are to personal, mental, and physical health. Yeah. But th- communication is the other thing. You can't the do other one, element of creating You can't boundaries. do one
0: without the t'other. This friend who said, when I was doing online dating, Mm -hmm. as you may have listened to episode um, my favorite episode was Carrie the One, and um, when I told this friend of mine, yeah, I'm online dating, it's really exciting, and I had this woman back to my place, or whatever, whatever. This friend was very upset and said, I don't want you to tell me anything else from this point forward. Please don't talk about it ever again. And I was like, oh, I haven't dated since I was, whatever, in 28 years. Mm -hmm. This is a really big deal for me, and I, I need to be able to talk about it. And this friend was like, absolutely not. And I had a really hard time listening to her boundaries and understanding them. Because I don't have any, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. For one thing, but also because it was, it to me it was hurtful. It was like I don't want to be a part of your life.
1: And it was in that was in the delivery of it too. Like, no, I no. don't want it to indicate it, it was. It, it sort of sets up the idea that you've already done something wrong. You're already in the middle of that, committing crimes against. But it your, also
0: took me. Well, it felt judgmental. But it also took me to a place of. um... Again, you're not first. I'm first. Mm -hmm. So though you're doing something that's really scary and exciting and whatever, I'm first and I want to hear about it. Now, in truth, the reason that this friend didn't want to hear is because she was looking at what I was doing through her trauma goggles. right? And she had experience with sexual abuse. So she was very worried for me to be online dating. Going into trauma goggles territory from our last episode, where... We see everything through our trauma goggles. Everything that we perceive in the world goes filters. Through the trauma goggles. Trog
1: w yeah. Troggles. Troggles, great. That's so, how we'll market them.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be huge. Anyway, so so there you are and you see this. And so you see somebody else's behavior through your own pain. But instead of saying like, This is really hard for me to hear and you talking about this has made me realize that I have not dealt with my trauma. Yes. I really yeah. need to go and, like, this is really triggering for me. So I want to hear about it. I want to hear about you f- how you feel about it. But I, I may not be able to hear about the details of somebody coming into your house because it scares me. Right. So for me, it was like, that would have helped me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In truth, she said, like, it's my, it's my sexual trauma that is making me not want to hear it. So you can't talk about it. It was, <laughs> again, it's very black and white. And I think that's the interesting thing about boundaries. Gendered, I was in a really bad state and I was trying to figure out who I was. And in figuring out who I was, what I actually liked and disliked, aside from what my family wanted from me, what was expected of me, and how I was seen, I started to figure that out and experiment and go, oh, do I like this? Do I like that? When I order at a restaurant, do I order for myself or do I order in case my kid doesn't like his? Like all this stuff. I started to really figure out who I was, which in a sense were my boundaries. At the same time, she was going through her own thing, right? And so she started to tell me. All of a sudden, it felt like maybe it had been happening the whole time and I didn't know it because this happens. Um, She started to tell me. When you do this, it's a problem. When you do this, it's a problem. When you do that, it's a pro- And it felt like a lot at once. And it was very planned. Her writing was very planned out. It felt like it came from a therapist or a lawyer <laughs> or both. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or a therapist, lawyer.
0: Oh, God, that is a good job. So. <laughs>
1: Coming and going. Oh, fuck.
0: And so uh, at a certain point, I felt like there wasn't, I felt like everything I said was stepping on a boundary Mm -hmm. and for me it was really crazy because I didn't have any yes and I all of a sudden I felt like everything I did was being judged and was wrong and I was a child and I was being punished and the punishment was that she wasn't my friend she didn't want to talk to me she didn't want to hear about what, what what I was going through and what I was going through was really crazy bad really crazy bad Hey, um, yeah, I, you know, you're too much or um, you're triggering me or you're, you're not. I've told you my boundaries and you keep crossing them. You're bad for my mental health. Felt really, really shitty. I can't <laughs> express yeah, oh yeah. how awful it was because it felt like my sister had kind of left me in the middle of the crosswalk. As I said before, nobody wants to be an asshole. They don't walk into the world going, "I'm going to be an asshole." They believe what they're doing is right and good because they're seeing everything through trauma goggles, right? And so she was looking at the situation through her trauma goggles. It left me uh, re-injured, mm-hmm. going back to that burn mark, yeah, and that 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 grief shadow, right? And, and again going, where the fuck are my boundaries?
1: Right, It's <laughs> like, right.
0: why was I not taught this? Why is this not the first thing that we teach our fucking kids is like, okay, nobody touches you without consent, mm-hmm. okay? That's the number one commandment. It's written in this thing of stone that beard guy who is holding. Beard guy. <laughs> yeah, or, beard guy. Moses. <laughs> <laughs> Moses the beard guy. And then... You know, number two, don't fucking hit people. Yeah. Don't hurt people. There's never a good reason to throw a blow.
1: Number three, put your own oxygen. I know planes haven't been invented yet because- But they're coming. Biblical times. He knew though. But put your own oxygen mask on (laughs) first. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, they go down. (laughs) Yeah. They they go down sometimes. So put your own oxygen. This will all become clear when we invent pamphlets. Security pamphlets that but go in But that's not place. our boundary.
0: Our boundary is put the oxygen mask that's on. Right. Take care of yourself first, first before you take care of somebody else. Yeah. Um, you can get through all of this much easier with love.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know that that's a boundary, but it feels like a boundary to me. Well, I think, I think taking the concept of what is love and turning it to respect— Because there's so much respect, like love and respect are similar. Okay, so like say you love yourself. If if you respect yourself and you love yourself and you respect someone else, you not necessarily love them, but you can respect that Mm -hmm. the individual has Mm -hmm. rights, right? And you want to treat someone the way you would like to be treated. If you have your own boundaries in place, you're going to assume the other person has their own too. And you're going to want to communicate so you can find out what they are. So you can respect each other's boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like if they're coming down, like you hurt me, you did this. It's hard to take the boundary advice in that because there's so much judgment and punishment coming, and it's difficult. And like you said in your situation, you had already been injured. You were in a wounded place, and so it was just more injury coming. Right? Pick your timing. Well, it's it's the the notion
0: of. When we act in love, we will not find ourselves in these situations. Yes. I really, really, really believe that. Yeah. I mean, I think, number one, if Moses was making a list at the top. You know how you have a list at the top of the list, you write the title of the list. I often write list. But I think (laughs) (laughs) what we could write for this is like, slow down. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah just slow the fuck down he's not gonna swear because in those
1: days it was they hadn't invented swearing yet
0: it was B
1: S E like, oh <laughs> somebody's name who hasn't been born yet
0: Comes <laughs> down to slowing down and having some love yeah because okay there are days when i can look at my situation like even with my ex I asked him, I ask him for respect. Even though we're not together, I ask him for respect. He doesn't owe it to me. I mean, (laughs) according to me, he does. But according to the lawyers, he doesn't. Right. He doesn't have to be kind to me. Mm -hmm. But it would be better because we're parenting together and I'm asking him for kindness. And And that's
1: my boundary. And two, if you're not like start as you mean to go on if you're going to like if you're not going to give respect to somebody else you can't really expect it to no. be given to you no like that's, but that's just how it goes but
0: that's why i i believe my part in all these relationships fucking up happened was that i had zero boundaries, no boundaries. Yeah. so if i have zero boundaries how can i fucking understand anybody else's now let me ask you this
1: okay how are your boundaries Nah. Uh I they uh... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think they're good. I think some of them are good. Mm-hmm. Um I think the problem may be that I sometimes have so many boundaries that I create a wall. Mm. So it, it's like careful what you wish for, right? I'm How does some... that look in the world? Like how does that Um it it's um detaching from someone before they can hurt me. Right? Like, I know how this goes. I know people can't be counted on. So I'm not going to count on you. And so don't count on me either, because I can't count on you. So don't count on me. And I, I, that doesn't feel great. That doesn't feel great. Um, there are people I do want to count on me. Yeah. And I get the practice of not letting people count on me. So I get in that habit that I'm not sure they can count on me. I don't believe in myself. You know, like, I know that if things get really tough, I'm going to hermit. I'm going to wall myself off, and I'm going to take care of myself. And I know where it came from, too. That's Mm. the thing. Like, I know where it all started. I had a really difficult relationship with my dad when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. and I would get emotionally hurt by my father a lot. And so to prevent myself from getting hurt, I just told myself there were things I didn't need from him. I didn't need to be his friend. I didn't need him to really see me as a human being and what I was good at. I didn't need him to listen to my ideas and my thoughts. I didn't need him to respect that my generation was different than his generation. I just do that in secret, separate. I just separate my time with him from being myself. When I'm with him, not really myself. I'm just this
0: Mm -hmm. placeholder
1: that is... Kill in time till I can get back in my room and be myself again, you know? So I think that is something that has gone on. It has served me because I, like you, have had a lot of people leave me. Mm-hmm. But it's different. Like people have left, um, like I've had a lot of death. Mm-hmm. And so every death has taught me to de- to get, like every death has, I got, I recovered faster. Right. I've recovered faster Mm. because I see the end coming way in advance.
0: Like if you were a movie about tennis, it would your montage would just be people dying and you getting better at returning the (laughs) serve. That's
1: exactly (laughs) the movie that I have pitched of my life. (laughs) And then by the end,
0: you're like, somebody died. Super good at it. Get back up.
1: I, I, on the other hand, won Wimbledon. So for love. Oh, you just wrote my autobiography God. title. That's beautiful. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I I, think it has, I think my boundaries are better now as I look at my daughter and I am trying to take the shit that happened to me and not make it like a joy limiter for her. Mm. Um, just like try to, Take the good that came from me learning to enact these boundaries, these walls, whatever. Take the good from them and try to like st- spin the message to make it not about detaching yourself from people. You know, like mm-hmm. not about putting up walls. Just like like I have taught her, she is the most important person. I'm always like, who's number one? Who's number one? And she's like, me. I'm number one. Who comes first? I come first. Can can I ask you a
0: question? Yeah. Does she think that you believe that for yourself?
1: I don't know. I think so. Right. Because that's
0: that's the thing. I feel like we teach our kids the thing that we wish, but they actually learn more by By what we
1: do than what we say. And so
0: if you... I just
1: want—I'm just—I I don't know what you do, but I'm just saying that, like— I just want to say that I put, I put this in place and saw it um, a few months ago when, you know, like, I still—I I live with the person I broke up with. I live with my ex. It's a financial arrangement, and it's also arrangement an arrangement so that our daughter can go to the same—like, this great school that she goes to that's—and stay in our neighborhood— and I know that at a certain point our like our living together is gonna end. but there was like a but a few months ago we were having this real like it, things got were getting really easy between us, and things were getting friendlier, and we were sort of hanging out, and our dog was lying on the bed in my bedroom, which used to be his as well, and we were lying on the bed together cuddling the dog and laughing and talking with the dog and my daughter walked in and she went white like her face went white and afterwards she said to me what's going on and I said oh not nothing we were just she said okay cuz you're not getting back together right you're not going to get back together and I said no we're not getting back together she's like okay cuz that would be crazy and I saw for her that she had been too far down the road now and believed the things that I said about separation. And I had forged this road, a lot of it, out of a sense of, like, dedication to my walls and detaching and becoming not codependent. So when I had this moment of softness, it didn't compute for her. And I worried about that. Like, it was like, doesn't a kid want their parents to be together? but, But
0: maybe it's that she saw you... Find yourself and your strength separate. Yeah, I and think she, that's what it is. And she
1: knew what you looked like before. I think that's exactly mm-hmm. what it is because mm-hmm. she did remind me. Because you're you were broken hearted. Remember? Remember what she's she reminding me? Yeah. And um, and so it was a good reminder. Like, so what I'm trying to say is that sometimes my boundaries mm. are fine tuned through her eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, it happens a lot. I'm still a student of life. I'm still growing and learning. And so You're I get ch- i like am I'm gonna nail it one day. <laughs> and so I get a chance to see life through her eyes and make little adjustments in my own behavior. Mm. You know? Because my my thing has always been with her was our motto. We're improving. <laughs> it's like we're just getting a little bit better than the last guys, right? Mm-hmm. I've said this before. Um, just trying to be a little bit better than our parents. So mm-hmm. we're improving. Mm-hmm. So as long as I'm moving forward. Mm -hmm. I'm getting there. I'm never going to finish the race. She's going to finish far ahead of where I ended. But I'm going to try to get better. I'm going to try to get better. I'm going to try to use Mm. the opportunity as a parent to push myself a little bit ahead.
0: Very different. Uh, ways of dealing with boundaries mm-hmm. and mine is very loose boundaries shaky shaky boundaries not good foundational boundaries yours are you say your own definition is your boundaries are more like walls right mm-hmm. you know, yeah. to me walls are about keeping things out and protecting what's inside mm-hmm. and yeah sometimes they can shut out like it is better to have loved and lost right and um which, by the way, I totally disagree with. But anyway, um, <laughs> I don't. But I, I don't know what I think about that guy. Um, <laughs> but it's, that is interesting because I really admire your boundaries.
1: thing that I think has always allowed me to recover from hurt and trauma is that I've maintained this relationship with just myself all these years. Like, I have a relationship with myself in an ongoing inner dialogue that I've always had. Even in my worst of times, I find my own company enjoyable, like I do. Or I'm like, I can detach and think, come on, Lisa, let's go. We can do this. Like, let pep talk it. Let's do Mm. it. Let's rally, right? Mm. Come on, kid, let's go. And that cheerleader which is kind of dumb is like myself love it's my it's love really for myself great. i do have it i've always had it like i'm like i was loved to play alone when i was oh my god
0: do you know what what i have it too but for other people so
1: that's the thing i can't it, it's beyond fathomable to me that you don't have that for yourself as much as you have it for other people because you're one of the, like, you are the best person I know. Oh. You're so fun and funny and kind and wise and and mag- magnetic. And when you draw people to you, it's that thing that I think is so funny. is like we draw people to us sometimes and we wonder, what do they see? And I have that too. Like, I draw people to me and I'm like, I don't know what you see. I mean, I love me, but I don't know what you're seeing, you know? Like Right. So I think that I think that self-love and I think that mm. ability to kind of prioritize yourself and put up boundaries and protect the relationship that you have with yourself is really the only place to start. Like if you if you're trying to protect something and you don't love the thing you're trying to protect,
0: Why bother? Why bother?
1: Let everybody in. It might be better. It's not. You're the best thing you're ever going to know. You're the best thing you're ever going to know. No matter who you are, you're the one who's going to love you the most. So you got to take care of that.
0: I think that they're walls, but I actually, like, that's that's what I aspire to.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, walls in the sense that, like, I'm in one right now. I'm in a pretty serious fortress right now. And sometimes it feels shitty. Like I'm in a fortress where I, in, in the place that I live because I have to protect myself. I'm constantly under threat of like opening myself emotionally to somebody who can really hurt me. Not intentionally, not intentionally, but it's like, Like a car accident, right? Like it could just be like, oh, I opened myself for a second. I realize I actually do really love you still. Oh, God, I've told you too much about myself. Oh, now I've counted on you for something and you didn't deliver and I'm crushed. So in order to prevent that, Mm -hmm. I just keep the wall up and I don't ask for any help. And I don't ask for, like I will go out of my way to get something done alone so I don't have to ask for help.
0: Oh, my God. You know what I mean? And I'm constantly asking for help and being let down. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) I will help you.
0: You will help me, and you always do.
1: And you will help me, and you're somebody that I will ask. Mm -hmm. But it's only because you have worked really hard to tell me. You have to ask me. I'm here for you. I've got you, I've got and you. I like, somet- how many times have you said that? Yeah, and so,
0: I sometimes ask you before you ask. Yeah. Like, I'll be, you know. You I, anticipate the need. Yeah, that's witchy, yeah. too. Like, that's just. And that leads me to what we were talking about before, which is intuition. Mm-hmm. And I think intuition, like, the reason that I stayed in a relationship with somebody who was cheating on me and didn't want to be there in the first place, is not because I'm dumb. It's because I didn't listen to my intuition. And the reason I didn't listen to my intuition is because I don't have boundaries and it's the same thing. And I was talking to my therapist about this. She said, no, your intuition is boundaries. And I think we came up with a good analogy, which is intuition is the motion detector to your boundaries.
1: Yeah. It goes
0: on, beep, 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 somebody's crossing. Somebody is crossing your boundary. Please stand back.
1: Just hearing this and you're wondering if you have boundaries um and you think holy shit I don't have any um I think a place to start is just like this like mm-hmm. how do I want other people to feel out in the world how, how do I how do I want to feel how do I how do I want to feel so I assume other people want that basic mm-hmm. you know level of care so then what are the what are a couple of things I can set in in place for myself so that I have this framework of like... Like, didn't What's-His-Name say, uh, do unto others? Yeah, What's-His-Name did say that. And No, it's the golden rule. What's-His-Name didn't say that. You can, if you have kids, teach. This isn't a great opportunity to learn about boundaries for yourself and for them. You start learning about boundaries. You can help them set their boundaries early. You know, like that's what I'm trying to do for my daughter is like, get hers in place. People don't get to treat you like shit. You're the most important person. You need to get other people's energy yeah. out of yeah. your system before you can make decisions. And if something yeah. hurts you, take some time and, and step back from it before you react. I
0: think that's, that's the big one for me. And I think with my son, he was the one who taught me. I mean, he was very young. He said to me, who's your, most imp- who's your favorite person? And I said, you are. And he went, no. No. And he was little, like, five, I don't know, five. And I said, what? And he, I said, of course you are. And he goes, no, Mama, you are your most, your favorite person. I, I am number two. <laughs>
1: oh, Henry. And I was like,
0: don't think that highly of yourself, Shedhead. The dog is number two. I did not. I said, <laughs> "I said you are number two. And, and sadly, his father was number three. But uh, I think what's interesting is that, I even then didn't didn't realize it. And a very great teachable moment that I missed because I didn't know myself. Right. And so I think that's important. But I liked what you said when it was about slowing
1: down, because that is for me, that's the number one. Yeah. Well, it's really important. And if you like if you are, you know, sometimes it's it's easy for you to advocate for other people. So So advocate for me. But it's about you. Right. Like so mathy. Well, pretend you're putting boundaries <laughs> in place for me, yeah, but really you're putting boundaries in place for you yeah, like, it's like
0: i I think about my mom and when I was young, and that she was you know she was a union organizer and a union representative, and she would go at the bargaining table just go for hours and she's so tough as nails and picket lines and she and i you know I watched her be arrested on the picket line, and she was tough, tough, tough. But she was treated like shit by my dad and then treated like shit by her husband after that. And those are those special relationships. Right. right? And so I watched that. So I understood that we fight for the nurses. We fight for the teachers, which, by the way, hello, wake up, fight for the nurses, fight for the teachers. (laughs) Okay. And then I think we should draw a card. Okay. Um, I want to make a proposition. Are you seeing anybody? No. <laughs>
1: wow. No. I want to make a preposition.
0: No, I'm um, no at. Um
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say with, but oh, okay. okay.
0: No, no. Um we have a, you know, at the end of our podcast, mm-hmm. they'll there'll be like in the when you go to the notes and it'll have a question. Yes. And so my question or poll, depending on how Lisa figures out how to set this up, because mm-hmm. she's the tech wizard. Yeah. So easy. Go ahead. <laughs> If we were to make a list together, 10 commandments of boundaries for for ourselves, like a a one that we can all use. Okay. And we can compile
1: that list. I want to throw out the first one because I've talked about it enough, but I want to just give people the format. Go. Thou shalt love thyself above all All others and put thyself first. Wow. That's mine. That's one. Do you have one? Yeah. Okay.
0: Thou shalt
1: wait to respond. Here endeth the lesson. Those and are... the talky part of the podcast. <laughs> Those are two. Okay. So now we would love to hear yours. Yeah. So let's get up to 10. Bitches. Witches. Yeah. Let's go beyond ten. Let's just create. A just huge go as far as you want, and then
0: we'll we'll check back and we'll we'll put we'll post it on the page. Um, and while I'm here, please check us out. We're gonna have a new website coming.
1: Ooh, exciting! It's very
0: exciting. Um, and in in the, you'll be able to make donations, and you'll be able to do some in real life uh, activism.
1: And if you want us to host an event or lead a discussion. Um, For you, we would love to. You can book us there.
0: Yeah, here we go. We we are pulling a card
1: on boundaries. Oh, my God. And this is the Kim Kranz archetype stack. Kim, prayer. It's a beautiful card.
0: The prayer is the worship, the reverence, the homage. What is a prayer? It reminds us of its importance. Get quiet, low, humble, and soft. Bow and touch the ground as your heart lifts to the sky. Though it may be uncomfortable, it is time. Nothing else will do.
1: Offering to be of service. Asking for guidance. It's interesting because this card is about sacrifice and being humble and surrendering. And what we've been talking about is putting that framework in place for yourself to be guarded, protected, safe in a boundary, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I think they're beautiful together because I think unless you set that boundary for yourself, and setting a boundary means like really getting some perspective on what you need Mm -hmm. from the world, what you need from Mm -hmm. people in your life, what you need from... Experiences you have, focusing
0: on as as she says, focusing on
1: the gratitude, focusing on what you have rather than what you have not. Yeah, and and the idea of going in before you can go out. Yeah, is so what we're talking about. What we're talking about. Yeah,
0: and I like the idea of it being a prayer when what we just stopped talking, what we finished talking about was a ten commandments, Mm -hmm. right? And that we we did relate the idea of of boundaries to almost a religion a self-religion a moral code so if you were to give me a um if i went to you and you mm-hmm. were my doctor mm-hmm. and you were also a chef <laughs> <laughs> yes what prescriptions slash recipe would okay. you give me for what i what i am
1: in needing in this moment I I would just say lean into your self-love. Recognize who you are. Mm -hmm. Recognize, like, look at the evidence of what you've been able to accomplish. Forget the people who've left. People will come and go in your life. Mm -hmm. And if they're gone, it's because they they weren't ready for this part of the riot. You know, they had, Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily you. It's them. It's like something about them. And they may say that it's you. They may, but it's always easier to blame somebody else. And you know that. Like, I do.
0: I blame other people.
1: So, yep. so I would say that. Self-love. Lean into your self-love.
0: Mm.
1: And also limit interruptions to the time you give yourself. Like I talked to you about putting do not disturb on, mm-hmm. setting a framework for time that you are in a self-appreciation. I really and like it's that. I
0: really like that, and that's a great one for everybody. And um, I'm going to give you your prescription, Please, yes, and recipe. And my recipe.
1: Are you a doctor chef too? My God, I am a doctor chef. It's so weird. We never met at the doctor chef conference. No, we
0: actually met at the lawyer therapist conference. Oh fuck! Did Be- we sleep together? No, we were kicked out because oh, okay, they were like, good. "You guys
1: are down the street at, the- <laughs> at the- All right, at the chef, right? <laughs> doctor chef. So, what's my recipe slash prescription?
0: So, you have had a lot of scarcity,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it doesn't seem to matter how much you work. I mean, you're always working. And in fact, it was really nice last night. I wanted to thank you because it felt like the first Saturday in a long time that you were just here and not working.
1: Oh, thanks. I
0: was like, she's just with us. Yeah. And Whereas the last, last, I don't know how many, you've been like, I have to get this done. So even yeah. though you got here at eight o'clock or whatever from work, you still had to work all night. so it was really I just you know it was really nice. but I noticed that you are taking a breath, but there's and I think that's great, and I want you to know that you can you can say no. Mm-hmm. like a boundary is saying I have enough, even when my bank account isn't full. What is enough, right? like what? The difference between what we want and what we need is so, it's so important. And I think for you, and we were talking about it before, so this isn't a new idea, but I I said to you, you found a way to not need your dad's love. I did. You found a way to not need it, but the fact is you still wanted it, right? Mm -hmm. And so it still hurts to not have it. Yeah. So you can build a ton of walls. We can all build a ton of walls. And we can have all these boundaries, but it's still gonna hurt. And that's okay. And it's okay to want things. Um, but but like what I what I think is so magical about you is that you don't need them. Oh, thanks. And so I guess for you to go, I have enough. I have enough. I do. I'm okay. I have enough. And if this job falls through, there will be another one because I'm a scientist. Even Mm -hmm. though I have a friend who's an anti vaxxer, I am a (laughs) scientist. And when I look at I'm also a detective. And you're a detective. And when you look back at the science, the jobs keep coming. Yeah. And they actually multiply. And even when you have a really slow period, all of a sudden there they like you've never drowned. That's the science. Mm -hmm. And when you've come close to drowning, somebody has thrown you a life preserver. Me, somebody else, a job. You've you've never drowned. And so you, you can let go of the moment of panic that is not necessary. I mean, it's a process or a process, but it's not necessary. You don't need it.
1: Right. You can let it go. I will take your prescription. I Thank will you. work on it. I mean, me too. It's, it's, I'm it's going. On my- so let's keep each other honest. Oh god, <laughs> we'll never <laughs> Lack of boundary. Yeah.